Welcome to the Ditch a Diet podcast. I'm your host, Kerry Williams, life and weight loss coach. And here on this podcast, we talk all about giving up the struggle with yo-yo dieting. We also talk about healing your relationship with food and your body so that you can finally tick weight loss off the to-do list for good. Hello, welcome back to the podcast and happy new year. It is the start of 2021. So we might find ourselves in a situation where we have just gone through the holiday season and it may not have gone as you intended, or it might be that you did not intend anything really at all over the holiday season and you might be dealing with a bit of an aftermath. So this podcast episode is for you if you're finding yourself in that uncomfortable situation that many of us find ourselves in at the start of the year, after the holidays, after Christmas, if you've celebrated it or whatever other festivities where your weight's gone up, you might be feeling a lot of negative emotions and feeling uncomfortable about your body. So many of us just find ourselves in this place. If we have the um, kind of courage to get back on the scales and actually look at what happened and see where we're at on the scales, then many of us won't like that number. Or we might actually find that we're avoiding the scales because we don't want to see the reality of what's happened. And we can feel so many emotions of regret and discomfort and fatness. You know, our clothes might feel uncomfortable. We can be beating ourselves up, you know, looking at all the fat bits in the mirror and like what's changed over the holiday season. Um, You know, we're focusing on our imperfections an awful lot. And all of this guilt and all of this, these feelings of being defeated can really put us into this state where we're just focusing on all those negative things that we're seeing at the moment. It's like we've put a lens on and all we're seeing is the negative aftermath of what's happened over the holidays. And when, when we feel all of these negative emotions, quite often this will stimulate us to beat ourselves up, to make these changes from a place of not wanting to feel this way anymore. And we use these negative emotions as motivation to start making changes. So quite often at the start of the year, many of us find ourselves in a place where we're making New Year's resolutions, where they're deciding how we want 2021 to go. And if we're coming at it from a place of beating ourselves up and wanting to correct something that's gone wrong, we might find that our diet mentality and our diet brain starts kicking in again and we start going to extremes to correct something that's happened. So this is the podcast for you if you find yourself in this situation. And I've spoken to many women um, who, you know, have found that their weight has just gone up so quickly over the holiday season. It's very, very normal for that to happen. You know, we've, we find ourselves in a situation where there might be a lot of food that we're not, not really exposed to all year, or there might just be loads of food all in one place. We are exposed to it perhaps at other times of the year, but it's all in one place. And because we've got these ingrained habits and ingrained patterns of doing things a certain way our entire life, we find that we've overeaten a lot and our weight can go up significantly at this time. So if you have had the courage to go and get on the scales and see what's happened, you might find that you've put on seven pounds, nine pounds, 14 pounds. Um, If you're working in kilos, that's anywhere, I think, between, um, say, three and seven kilos. And and I have spoken to women who have been keeping me updated over the, the Christmas season, and they're seeing those kinds of numbers on the scales. And that's very, very normal. 
But when we come from a place of feeling that shame and regret and the guilt and we're really beating ourselves up, if we use that as a rod to kind of beat ourselves up with, a bit of a stick to beat ourselves up with and to start making corrections in January, then we're going to find ourselves going back into extreme kind of dieting mentality. And so diet mentality can really kick in at this point because it feels so uncomfortable and we really want to get out of this situation quickly. And diets are almost like this promised magical solution that we've been told our entire lives are the things to do if you want to lose weight. You know, there's good foods and there's bad foods. And so all foods are given a label and you might be looking at all of those puddings and all of the alcohol and the sugary drinks and the sweets and anything else you've eaten over Christmas. Like, look at the result of eating all those bad foods. I better start clean eating again. I better just go on a juice uh, cleanse this month. You know, the amount of cleanses, I had an invitation actually just yesterday from, from a really well-meaning friend, you know, hey, do you want to join me in the cleanse? And I was like, oh, look, you know, that's the kind of thing I would love to have done before, but it just kicks in all of my diet mentality again. So I don't do that anymore. And so when we, we tend to label these foods as, as good or bad, then we go back into that diet mentality where we might go on a program, whether it's a, a program that you found on the internet or on a book or whether you've decided on it for yourself, we can go into these extreme programs where we do all this clean eating or fasting just to lose the weight qu quickly and to correct that situation quickly. And this all or nothing thinking is really symptomatic of that diet mentality because it was the all thinking that got us through um, Christmas and other holidays and festivities that you might have been celebrating. You know, it was that all thinking that really took us into the place of overeating and using food for perhaps amplifying, you know, celebration emotions and connection emotions, or just playing out those habits that have been ingrained in us over the many, many years that we have been celebrating these holidays. So then we've we've gone into this place of overeating, overdrinking all thinking. And then now that we see the results of what's happened there, we go into the nothing thinking, go into the correction phase. And so there's a danger there of just, you know, right, I must be really strict with myself. I must, you know, just make sure that I exercise all the time and that I eat all of these clean foods and that I just, you know, do lots of green juices or whatever program that you're going into. Maybe you're doing shakes and things like that. So it's going into that nothing thinking. And when we go back from all or nothing, all or nothing, and we use diets to correct the overeating that we have as a result of being restricted and, and just losing control after being restricted for so long, we find that we're going back into this yo-yo diet cycle yet again. So this is the danger that we find ourselves in. Is that, you know, after going into excess over the Christmas period and seeing the results of that, we may go back into that yo-yo diet mentality again, where we start a new diet. And there's a lot of limitations with the diet mentality approach. I mean, we're really using that negative emotion to fuel this change. We don't want to feel guilty anymore. We don't want to feel shame about our body. We don't want to feel defeated. So it seems like a really good thing to do. It seems like a good thought. Like, I don't want to feel like this anymore. So let's do something to correct that. But the problem is you're actually doing that action with the same mentality, with that same mindset. I don't like myself like this. I feel guilty about this. I feel shame about my body. 
So then we're taking that mindset into those actions. And this is where we often have these short-term solutions. It may not actually feel good to take those actions on a consistent and long-term basis. We don't usually choose things when we're coming from this mentality that we would like to do forever. You know, we may not actually want to do a cleanse forever. We may not actually want to do fasting on a long-term basis. We may not want to do a green juice cleanse on a regular basis. If you do, wonderful, go for it. But really what we need to ask ourselves is, is this something that I want to do forever? Because otherwise it's just a band-aid that we're putting on this and chances are that we're gonna lose that weight that we put on over Christmas, but then we're gonna possibly gain it all back when we take that band-aid off and we don't want to do these short-term solutions for much longer. Another limitation is we'll use willpower to stop eating certain foods and we feel miserable. So we decide, right, I wanna do this short-term solution. You know, I wanna go on this diet. I'm gonna do clean eating for however long. And then something might be presented like chocolate, sugar, wheat, something flowery. And we use willpower to stop eating that food. And it feels hard and horrible and miserable because when we use willpower and resistance, what we're essentially doing is fighting ourselves internally. We're saying, yeah, I really wanna eat that, but then no, I shouldn't eat that. Oh, but I really wanna eat it. And it's almost like you've got a devil on one shoulder and an angel on the other. And internally, we're just having this battle, this battle about whether or not we actually want to eat the thing. Part of us does, but part of us knows that we shouldn't. And so when we use willpower and resistance to stop eating that, we're effectively suppressing that emotion. We're not really dealing with what's there. And so quite often that resistance and that willpower will suppress that feeling of wanting to eat something, but it just grows over time. We're not allowing that experience to be there. We're not accepting that that experience is there. And so using willpower really is a short-term solution because it feels so hard and it can feel so depriving and so restrictive. We generally don't want to do it for a long period of time. So willpower tends to run out of steam quite quickly, which is why I believe that many diets will ultimately fail if you're using willpower through it all because it, it will work for the start and you might actually be fueled by that motivation and that promise of being a different dress size and losing this fat, but actually it will feel miserable quite possibly when you really want to just eat that ice cream. And so we don't want to feel miserable for the long term. We need to find a different way to actually deal with those cravings. And so that's part of the diet mentality approach as well as using that willpower and using that resistance to stop eating certain foods that we've labeled as bad. And the thing is we might imagine that amazing transformation you know, in just a few weeks, we, we expect those quick results. So again, that might be that diet mentality approach, like, oh, wow, imagine just in a few weeks, I'm going to drop a dress size, or, you know, I'm going to do this and that, and it's going to be so great. So we have a lot of kind of ideas around what this quick and amazing transformation might be. And we expect those quick results. But the problem with that is that 
motivation might fuel those for a little while. But as I say, if you're using that willpower to fuel yourself in a way that you don't actually want to eat for the rest of your life, it is always going to be a short-term Band-Aid solution that unfortunately many of us will give up just a few weeks later. And I think that's why we find that so many New Year's resolutions really lose their steam after a few weeks. I mean, if you you know, have a lot of resolution and a lot of commitment and willpower, maybe you go for longer than that. But my personal experience of doing these types of diets on, on, um, on a New Year's resolution is that quite often towards the end of January, I'm losing steam and I'm giving up. That's the way it played out for me. But there is a different approach. I mean, first of all, what I tend to teach my clients and what I found worked really well for me is actually looking at what happened as an opportunity to learn. So what? I overate at Christmas. Fine. I find myself in this situation where I'm however, however much heavier or however much my body has changed. And I, I reframe that from being a bad experience to something that I can learn from. It's a new opportunity for me to see what actually happened. What, what is it that went into me creating this increase in weight. And so then I can ask myself, well, when I, when I look at what was it that created that change in my weight, was it the overeating, like the general overeating? Was it that I had a lack of a plan and an intention before I actually went into the holiday period? You know, did I actually think about it, what I wanted it to go like before or, or not? Was there one particular treat that I could not resist? You know, was it that there was just chocolate available all the time? Generally speaking, I ate pretty cleanly, but I was just inhaling all the chocolate. You know, so maybe that's something to learn from. Was I eating to people, please? You know, was it that people were handing me food and I felt obliged to eat it because they cooked it? Was it that I felt like connecting with my loved ones and celebrating and I was so caught up in the moment I just drank more and I ate more just like everyone else because I wanted to feel connected and I wanted to continue to celebrate at that point? Was I feeling lonely or upset? And this might be something that's quite relevant for those of us in lockdown. Perhaps we didn't actually get to see our loved ones this year. So, you know, is it possible that there was some negative emotions like feeling lonely or isolated or upset that perhaps drove you to eat more emotionally at this time? When we actually start breaking things down about what happened and using it as a learning opportunity, we get to take these forward into the new year. All of these lessons learned. You know, so if you start to identify, actually, I'm someone that actually people pleases a lot. And part of my pattern is that I eat to people please, because I don't want people to feel bad if they hand me something, then you can think, well, going forward into the year, what are the kind of situations where I might be faced with a people pleasing situation and I might feel obliged to eat. How do I want to handle that in the future? If you break down what actually happened and then have a look at how you want to deal with that in the future, you can actually use these as constructive learning experiences going forward. So it doesn't have to be a negative experience where you sit in negative emotion and beat yourself up and then come up with a solution to try and correct it. Instead, we get to build on this we get to really understand our patterns and our habits in such a richer way so that when we come across these, these instances in the future, we know what we're going to do. I and mean, if there was one particular treat that you couldn't resist and that you know 
you may come across again in, in you know, the coming months in 2021, then maybe you want to ask yourself, what am I going to do when I see that this thing is around? Like there's some chocolates or someone's bought a packet of biscuits. You know, there's now some donuts in the house. What are you going to do at that point to help you navigate through that period of time without succumbing to that craving? So this can be a really wonderful opportunity for learning about how you want to go forward into the new year. And the other thing that you want to do is decide how you want to go forward. You can use those lessons to inform how you want to go forward. But you might want to ask yourself, how do you want to eat day to day? Do you want to do a temporary diet? Do you want to have a Band-Aid solution that's going to just correct what you've done? over the holiday period? Or do you actually want to do something that's much longer term? Do you want to get off that diet diet uh, kind of roller coaster? Do you want to just stop dieting for good and actually find a way that will have you being balanced around food? Have yourself, you know, dropping the obsessions around food, dropping the labels around food, no longer thinking about it all the time, and actually just going forward and eating day to day in a way that you know you love and you know that, you know, you're going to, to be able to do this forever. And if you want to, to come at it from that point of view, you might want to start by asking yourselves, what kind of foods do you want to eat the most of? Like what foods make you feel really good? It's probably things like your proteins and all your lovely vegetables and fruits and, you know, maybe some of your grains if you uh, tolerate grains really well or dairy if you tolerate dairy really well. They're probably the fuel foods that make you feel really, really good. And then you can ask yourself, how often do you want to eat the treats, the things that you love to eat because they taste good, but you know deep down they may not make you feel good. So maybe it's the chocolates. That's one of the ones for me. You know, how often do you want to eat these treats, the things that you love to, to eat and experience the flavor of? Um, you know, so when, when you come at it from that approach, then you get to design your own eating plan going forward and experiment with that. See how that changes your weight. If you commit to doing this in a way that you think, actually, if this works for me, I am happy to go like this forever. I am happy to find a way to eat my treats however often and to have most of those fuel foods all the time. If this makes me lose weight, I am really happy to commit to this for the rest of my life. If you can find that eating plan, you're going to get off this diet mentality roller coaster that we all go through that's so much more pronounced at this time of year. Now, once you've answered those questions about how many meals do you want to have a day, what kind of foods are those meals mostly going to be made up of, how many treats do you want to have, like maybe per week, how often do you want to be eating some of your treats, then I encourage you to look holistically at that and really ask yourself, is this really something I'd like to do for the rest of my life? Can I see myself doing this beyond losing weight, actually, like finding a way to maintain afterwards, which probably is just a few tweaks on that plan. Could you commit to that for the rest of your life? If you know that that's a yes, then you're on the right path. And then another question to ask yourself holistically for your whole plan is, could I make this even easier? How could I make this even easier? Because one of the things that our brain loves to do is to find all the reasons why it's so hard to make these changes. So we want to ask ourselves all the time, how can I make this even easier? 
See if you can find a way to make it even easier to commit to something like this for the rest of your life so that you can permanently get off that diet roller coaster and just start living in a way where you're no longer worried about food and worried about your weight. So that's what I've got for you today on dealing with the aftermath of the holidays. And I would love to hear your thoughts. So you can always come on over to our Facebook community or um, you can come over, on over to the website. Um, so it's kerrydwilliams.com forward slash 36. So that's where you'll find the podcast episode for dealing with the aftermath of the holidays. Okay, I wish you a very happy new year. I hope it gets off to a wonderful start for you. And I will be back soon with another episode on this podcast. So I shall speak to you soon. Bye for now. If you're ready to end yo-yo dieting for good and to heal your relationship with food and your body, why not come and join us on the free Facebook community, Life Beyond Dieting Community. This is a community for women who have experienced a long history of yo-yo dieting, a place where we can explore all sorts of issues like accepting our body just as it is and how we can actually create a new relationship with food and our body so that we can actually feel happy and content in our own skin finally. So on this group, you'll also find there's a weekly segment from me where I'll be sharing a video on a particular topic to give you inspiration and tips to support you on this journey. So on Facebook, search for Life Beyond Dieting Community and come on over and join us. I look forward to seeing you there.